Welcome to the Fear the Bug podcast, where each week we bring you a new on-time video that will help you ship software on time. Who's working on what? It's the product's design. We back so soft. We're shipping software on time. Stressed out? Yo, everything will be fine. Axel saw Shipping software on time. Deadlines this week in the podcast, we're going to continue our series on Customer Portal. Now, last week we talked about the different ways that you can set up permissions for customers and for companies by going to the Customers tab in either Windows or Web and by editing the different levels for companies and for customers. This week we're going to dive more into the particular settings of Customer Portal. Once you've set up permissions, what people can do, what people can see, then you're going to want to set up the portal itself. There's a number of settings that control how Portal operates. So I'm going to go up here to Tools, Manage, Customer Portal Settings. And this brings us to the Customer Portal Settings window. And there's a number of different sections here. And in this podcast, we're going to talk about these settings and just kind of walk through them. Under General Settings for Customer Portal, there's a number of things that get controlled here. You first have the URL for Customer Portal. Then you have self-registration. This allows you to control whether or not you want customers to self-register. If you don't want them to self-register, then you'll be the one creating all the customers or importing customers. If you allow them to register, then you can control how they register. Do you want customers to be approved, or do you want them to have automatic access to the system? Or do you want an email to be sent to someone in particular when a new user registers so that you can go and approve the people? Then you have RSS feeds. You can enable RSS feeds so that defects, features, and incidents can all be related out through an RSS feed. And this uses the settings that you have activated in anonymous access that we'll be getting to in a little bit. You can then control for your uh, defects, features, and incidents if customers have the option of automatically adding themselves to the notification list and whether or not customers can paste attachments. And that's just the first page of settings. Then you can dive into some of these others. For defects, features, and incidents, you can then control what columns display on the grid. So let's just use defects as an example. By default right now, I'm seeing defect ID, name, priority, and workflow step. So if I jump out to the portal here, and let's log in. And so now in the portal, you'll see that for defects, I'm just seeing those four columns. If I switch back to my options back in Windows, let's throw project and assign to onto that list, and let's save that and jump back to portal, and let's refresh portal. And I now have project and assign to. So this is how you can control what columns display on portal itself for defects, features, and incidents. So that's how you control columns. So let's jump back here. And after you examine the grid settings, then you can take a look at search fields. Currently, there's no search activated for my defects, my features, or my incidents. And if you don't have any of these turned on, then the way that Portal looks is that you have a, just a white space up here. So if I go back to my settings, and I activate for defects, let's activate searches for description and for notes. 
And if I save that and go back to Portal and refresh, then in my upper right hand corner now, I now have a search box and I can now type a search in here. So if I wanted to search defects for the word name, I could perform that search and I have an item with the word name in it in the description or the notes field. And if I open up this search box, it could show it shows me which fields are it will search through. You can just provide only certain fields that customers can search by. All right, so let's go back to our settings and let's continue. Okay, so on the left here, after uh, grid and after search, um, then we get into some of these appearance settings. So first you can control, there's different pieces of text in Customer Portal. You could control what appears when someone forgets their password, if you'd like a certain piece of text beyond the default. If someone has an invalid password, what information you'd, what you'd like, the message you'd like to display. There's a footer at the bottom of Portal that appears that you can control. And then on the registration page, you may want to give instructions to your customers, especially about what company they enter when they self-register themselves. You may want to have a note about that. Under header images, this is where you control the two header images in the upper left and upper right hand corners of customer portal. If you show the header and you leave these blank, then it's going to show it's going to default to the Axosoft logos. So you can add your own images here. Under anonymous access, um, for anonymous access, you can control for defects, features, and incidents, whether or not you'd like for people to be able to use information on OnTime without logging in. Before someone logs in, you can display defects, display features, display incidents, and display wiki pages. And then you can also allow anonymous people to, so if I turn anonymous access on, I can also allow people to add attachments, view attachments, edit defects, and add defects. But remember that if you turn this on, then you won't know who is adding items, who is changing items if you, if you turn this on. You might just, um, if you want to use anonymous access, you might just want to turn view only on. And this is also when you activate an RSS feed, the items in the RSS feed, you have to have anonymous access on for RSS feed to have items, and then it's the items that are available um, through these options here, whatever projects you have selected and whatever filters you have selected, that will uh, manifest the RSS list. So that's anonymous access. Then you have your new customer defaults. New customer defaults allow you to set up security for a brand new customer. And this is really important because there's a number of choices that you can select for um, for your customers in terms of how they interact with defects, features, incidents, and wiki pages. And this is the section where you set up for a brand new customer, what are the default security settings that you want to give them. This is probably the first place that you should go when you're setting up Customer Portal right before you create customers to set up what would you like your average customer to see. And then all of your customers that are created from this point on will have this baseline security. Maybe for a customer you'd like them to view public defects. I want them to add defects and I want them to view their own defects but I also want them to edit their own defects. So maybe this is the kind of security you'd like to see um, so you'd want to set this up. Um, then under email settings you can control just a couple email things. When sending emails to customers, what's the email address that you'd like to receive that from? Uh, under customer approval, this is you can have an automatic email sent out. So when you approve someone in Customer Portal, this notification goes out to them. 
and then the password reminder so that when someone forgets their password this is the email that they get back you can format the text here the last section here is external authentication most companies won't need to touch this section but if you do want to use this it's very handy the external authentication section allows you to draw your customer data from another source than from the on-time database. And this is very useful if you're implementing customer portal, but you already have another database filled with your customers and you don't want to duplicate this work. You can set it up so that when someone goes to log in, instead of authenticating locally, OnTime will authenticate from some external place. Essentially what you're going to do is set up a web page that will that will talk to the on-time database and will be able to return whether or not when someone is logging in whether or not they're a proper customer and typically this web page that you're building is going to be attached to your database so there is a little bit of coding that you're going to have to do to set this up we have some docs in the database if you'd like to read more about this but again this typically is something that most installations uh, don't turn on they'll just use uh, have on-time manage the list of customers so that's a look at your basic customer portal settings for use of the portal itself. If you have comments or suggestions for this podcast, we'd love to hear them. Please send them to fearthebug at axosoft.com. Fear the bug. Fear the bug. Fear the bug, y'all. Fear the bug. Fear the bug, y'all. Fear the bug. Fear the bug, y'all. Fear the bug. Fear the bug.